It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Another weekend of NFL football in the books. We're reacting to week 10 today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate you all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe, um, bye week for me, and I had a chance to watch from the Germany game all the way through to the end of Sunday Night Football, mm. and I am very much now a proponent of this idea of two bye weeks. I feel I feel yeah. great, very relaxed, enjoyed a lot of football. A lot of Changes everything. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. You get more time to rest your players. Uh, makes more sense with the longer season. It makes Thursday night football make more sense. You put, it would put the Super Bowl uh, on President's Day weekend. So everybody's there off on go. Monday. There's, there's no, there's Monday. no loss. There's no loss whatsoever. Um, I know we want to react to week 10 of the NFL season. Uh, but Kyle, this Jimbo Fisher news has me feeling some type of way. And I, I, not that I care, like I can care less about Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. They're both going to be okay. Right. Jimbo Fisher is going to pay his bills and all of his family's bills for a long, long time. But man, are there any good college football hires? Like, is there it, like, look at this oh, thing, man. man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who are the good hires? Who are they? It's Kirby smart. It's uh, Nick Saban and who uh, Ryan day, Jim Harbaugh, like, but what's going on there? The Washington coach, like, are, is anybody getting it right in college football? No, I, I, and I think the transfer portal has especially compounded this where there's an expectation, the the expectation to win as compared to expectation to build program, which should be much more of the focus at the college level anyway. And that's not to say you should be Dabo and and swear off the, the transfer portal and handle it the way that he's handled that, that element of college football either as the other extreme, but I don't know. Jimbo Fisher felt like he kind of showed you who he was at the end of the Florida State tenure anyway. And to give him the contract that Texas A&M gave him because he has a national championship on his resume. Like, what are you going to give it? Ogeron $150 million guaranteed next just because, you know, the 2019 LSU tires. Gus smells on. I mean, what, what are we doing? Right. And Ed showed you long term what he looks like with the LSU job anyway. It'd be the equivalent of, of Ed, o- Ed Odron getting a $150 million contract with no offset guarantees where you get $76 million buyout. It's, it's, sw- it's swing after swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. College football, massive money, paying people not to coach. It's it's 
incredible to me, but obviously we want to talk about boosters. week 10 boosters, boosters, whatever, all it's that stuff. Is. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. I watched all the football too. I had a, it felt like a bye week for me. Uh, I got the bills are my problem tonight. Um, but, uh, my bill, the bills were not the problem on Sunday afternoon. Um, so I, I enjoyed all the football, uh, Bill Belichick making one hell of a decision there to, uh, get us started in Frankfurt. Zappy last yeah, drive. Benching. So the Mac interception was bad, right? I think we can all agree. The, the Mac interception that he kind of floats off his back foot and leaves 15 yards short of Gusecki is a bad, bad throw. Was that the time to put Bailey Zappy in the game? No chance. No chance. No chance that that was you. You surveyed the opportunity and said you said to yourself, you know what? Our best chance is putting in Bailey Zappi under these circumstances. He's in like get a game four games in his entire career. Insane. And a two minute offense and asked him to run a fake spike. Keep him forever, Patriots. Keep Bill forever, please. I know. That's By the way, frowned upon to talk about Bill like that, but the uh, the Colts finally they don't score twenty points in the game and, and they win. They win ten to. Six. I'm glad that talking point is is dead and gone, and we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> I'll keep it alive for as long as I can. Last team to score twenty. Last team to fail to score twenty points a game this season. The Indianapolis Colts. That's it. They're and the sure one. Patriots defense down all these players. Game a chance to win the game. Yeah, it's a bummer. I feel feel for that defensive unit a little bit. But that yeah, ten seven or ten six barn burner. Yeah. Uh, the other AFC exclusive games. You had the Browns beating the Ravens on a walk off field goal, coming Man, back from kidding. fourteen points down. Yeah. You had the Texans blowing a 10-point lead in the final four minutes and then kicking a game-winning field goal in the final play of regulation. <laughs> and you had the Raiders hold off the New York Jets on Monday or Sunday Night Football as the only other AFC exclusive games. Now, I'll give you two more games that we could talk about in this block. One is the LA Chargers losing to the Detroit Lions, uh, 41-38 in a shootout. And the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the Green Bay Packers by a final score of 23-19 to with an interception in the final minute of the game in scoring ter- territory that could have put the Packers on top. I find I find myself wanting to get to Houston. Um, C.J. Stroud leading the NFL in passing yards per game. Uh, dramatic finish here going toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow. Doesn't have his number one receiver. Doesn't have their lead running back. And the guy just finds Still a, found way. a way to run the ball anyway. I thought that was one of the more impressive things about the game for Houston. Yeah, Devin Singletary, 30 carries for a buck 50. They go 188, five and a half yards per carry as a team. Um, scrappy football team, man. Like, it's the, the conversation's no longer, can Houston sneak in? Like, no, they're they're right there with Jacksonville in the in this division, right? I mean, they're one game back. And they're they're hot. I, we're always going to, we're going to ask ourselves all season long how this team loses the Carolina Panthers, right? That's always going to be on our mind. And right. they certainly, you know, it, there's a lot of football left, right? You still have to go out and stack wins and do all that stuff. And, and they're a young football team. So there's that question. But I don't know. They keep finding a way every week. And the last two weeks have just been uh, really exciting for the Houston Texans. Yeah. And we talked last week about CJ Stroud playing big boy football. But on like in Cincinnati against Joe Burrow, the Bengals do the Bengals thing. Where they yeah. come back and it's like, yeah. man, like how many times with these elite quarterbacks have you seen this game script where they're down all game? They score twice in the final five minutes. The defense gets a stop, a three and out or whatever, a turnover, and they walk out of there with a win. And you thought for sure once Cincinnati got the ball back, yeah, down three, 
that they were going to score a touchdown, and Tyler Boyd should have caught that touchdown, for being right. honest. Right. But he didn't. He didn't. And Tyler Boyd was one of the guys that helped put them in position to to be in position to win that game. So the, the game giveth and the game taketh away. So that was a great game. Uh, how about Cleveland? Baltimore, I know all of the talk about the Baltimore defense and how ferocious it is, and it looked ferocious again in a pick six on the opening possession for the Browns by Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, then Baltimore goes down on their opening script or script to plays, and they score a touchdown. So it's 14 nothing. The Browns miss an extra point, but then kick the game winning field. Might goal. have been the best thing that happened to them. Right. Because then you got to play for the touchdown. And- right. Right. So, uh, really big win for the magnitude of the AFC landscape. When you consider now you have three, three lost teams in the AFC North. Baltimore potentially would have been in a position to, they'd have woke up this morning as the one seed in the AFC if they won this football game. I don't know if it's just middle of the season, like victim of that, like, but it, it's jumbled. It's jumbled and it'll sort itself out. But like, I, I don't know if it's this year. It just seems more jumbled or I think uh, it is. Is it more than? Yeah. Be, yeah. Because on, on the AFC side of things, right? Like the Texans are the seven seed right now at five and four. The Jets are the 13 seed at four and five. So <laughs> you know, Bengals are out. It, it, right. <laughs> Oh God! So you, you're a playoff spot, or you're the third worst team in the conference, and it's a one game difference. Yeah. Like that, that yeah. level of extreme parity. Yeah. I mean that it's just case in point. The the seven seed in, in the NFC is Minnesota, and they're six and four right now, and the nine seed is four and six, two games yeah. behind them. There it is. Uh, well, maybe you want to watch this AFC playoff picture shake out in person. Well, head on over to Game Time. That is the place to get tickets. You shouldn't have to worry about getting tickets to your next big event, but you know what? That's just sometimes too often the case. Game Time is the fast and easy way, way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got killer deals on last-minute tickets, all in prices, views from your seat, and a best price guarantee. They also have an amazing app that you can navigate Super easy to get through, and they also have all-in prices. Plus, they send the tickets right to your phone when you purchase them. You don't have to dig through email. So snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So I do have good news for you. Okay. You you woke up this morning a game closer to me in the standings. Why is this a Jets thing? No, it's the pick'em. Oh, the, <laughs> what our, happened? Our, uh, our, I know I had so Thursday we, night. Yeah, we were three games apart. Yeah. Or and we were three games different this week. Okay. Uh you successfully predicted the Bears would beat the Carolina Panthers, where I picked the Panthers on Thursday night football. 
You also successfully picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to defeat the Titans. Uh, Tennessee Titans. And I picked the Titans. Bye. I picked the San Francisco 49ers oh. to defeat the Jacksonville Trent Jaguars. Williams played and screwed Trent me over Williams on that. Played. Yep. You know and who I knows said, Trent Williams plays? Tyson Campbell. He didn't want any of that smoke on. Yeah, he the business <laughs> decision, all business decisions. Yeah, he said, I'll make it a hard right. So you know what? We're to the sideline. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to eat this block right now. We're down 30. <laughs> so I bring this up because I think that might be a good place to start with the NFC is San Francisco going to Jacksonville against a team that was coming off a bye and won five straight games and had all the, the praise that everybody was ready to praise on heap on them. And San Francisco wins this game 34 to three in as dominating of a fashion as anything we saw this side of Dallas, New York. Yes. I, I bought into the Jags and well, obviously they've been winning games, which matters. I bought into that Trevor Lawrence tweet where he's like, you know, y'all keep talking. We'll keep winning games. Like I felt like they had this big chip on their shoulder that they were ready for like to, to like us against the world type thing. And that's a good place to be if you're a football team. And San Francisco said, you know what? we're just going to be better than you. And and it started with that, like that first touchdown pass that Brock Purdy threw no business being a touchdown pass. Correct. Like, no, it's just oh, awful roll, rolling to my left away from my throwing side, uh, back across the middle, late rainbow lollipop, right underneath the uprights. I also take great exception with them trying to force that touchdown to McCaffrey at the end. Like, come on, what, what are we doing? Your backup quarterbacks in, None of your star players are in, and you're just sitting there trying to manufacture a touchdown while you're up 34 to three. And I'm not saying like anything about, uh, I, I don't think the records are important or that, um, like, I, I just, I felt like that was, you are not putting boring. the football, you are not putting the football team first. I don't yeah, care about know, running up the score and like that. Christian McCaffrey gets hurt in that. Right. While your like backup quarterback's in? Run, running your offense and, and Trey Mason's in the game or, right. or whoever. Who else? cares? Score a touchdown and win 41 to three. I won't care at all, but we know what you're doing. Why are you risking that? Especially McCaffrey, who's had injury problems, who's such a key part of your operation. That was that was goofy to me. But good win. Like, let's not take anything away from San Francisco 49 High quality win. Defense yeah. looks like they're fully back. Chase Young and Nick Bosa collaborating on a strip sack. I'm sure that's music to the Niners fans' ears. The linebackers played out of their minds. They played well. Big win for them, especially with Seattle winning. Right, Seattle walking off with a field goal. Uh, yeah. I, I think I saw the record. It was a record number of games that ended with a last oh. last play field goal. Man, it was a great history of the NFL. Great weekend to not have to watch your favorite team on a Sunday. You it's know right. what I mean? It's exactly <laughs> it really what happened. Was. I'm sitting here, I'm like, this yeah. is great. Right? <laughs> wow. Let's just let's just get our teams out of the league and just enjoy it. it must so be nice I looked, I looked down one. at my my clock, and it was like four oh four, and it was Houston's getting the ball back. Tied at 27. Baltimore or Cleveland has the ball at midfield against Baltimore in the final minute and a half of the game. New Orleans with Jameis has the yeah. ball back down eight after they got jumped on way early and Carr gets knocked out of the game. And they're down eight with the ball and a chance to go down and tie it. And I'm like, Pittsburgh and Green Bay was weird at the end. Right, 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 right. So I'm just looking at the, the, the clock and I'm like, I got no idea. Like I, I was going to fill out the spreadsheet for all the games as far as the results and stuff. I'm like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I can't do it right now. Yeah, it was, that, that was, that was really, really fun. Um, I uh, Lions chargers. I think we got to spend a little time there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, very reminiscent of the chargers first game this season, uh, which yeah, was you're not the wrong. 
You're not wrong. 30, was it 33, 31, I think was the final score of that one. Dolphins uh, Chargers game where it just was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh, I think the most prominent thing for me is credit to Detroit for going for it on fourth down. Fourth and two. Yeah. Yep. That it takes stones. And the broadcast was like that. There's probably two, two or three coaches in the league that would make this decision. And they're probably both standing right here on, on this field right now. Right. (laughs) Right. But so the the game situation is you are, the chargers have one timeout left. Mm -hmm. You are inside the final two minutes, I believe. Yes. It's fourth and two and you're in comfortable field goal range to take the lead. But you're not in the red zone. It was a 26, 147 left in the game from the 20 plus 26. Right. You go for it instead of kicking the field goal on fourth and two and risk if you don't get it. The Chargers are taking over with a minute and 40 left and one timeout in a tie game. And mm-hmm. you gave away the possession. So to go for it there and, and get it, which they did, it's it that's a outstanding game situation type decision. And I applaud the the Lions for making it. Sometimes like you just kind of like strip it down a little bit. You're like, okay, Jared Goff's our quarterback. He completes 68% of his passes this year. His average yards per attempt is probably like, I don't know, six and a half. We need two yards. Like there's right. a lot of good favorability in your side. It's just do you have the stones to say, okay. We know that there's uh, a 22% chance that this won't happen. And that means that 22% of the time it doesn't happen, but well, it was, they won the game. You, you trust the ball in your quarterback's hands. I think that's abundantly clear that Detroit with, with Jared Goff, this, this coaching staff, they do. And it's not the end of the world. If you don't get it right, like you, you still, still have a chance to stop my defense, which you still would have needed anyways. If you kicked the field goal right there, you still right. needed to stop on defense. Right. Well, we they eliminated that variable and said, you know what? We're going to get a first down. We're going to kick it with no time left. Put it through the pipes. Joe, we had the Arizona Cardinals defeat the Atlanta Falcons. I didn't give him any credit. I didn't I said Kyler coming off of the injury first game. I didn't I I I expected nothing. And he went out there and made some plays with his legs and made some throws and they won a football game. The Falcons are reeling, but I'm not I mean, good for you Cardinals like they need this window to look at Kyler Murray and really examine their future and their path forward with Jonathan Gannon as this head coach and what they want to be. And I think this is a critical opportunity for them to to see how Kyler fits in with this regime. So I think I think this is good for them. I have bad news for you, Arthur Smith. You're on the bye. Your next three defenses that you have to face are the New Orleans Saints, who are also coming off the bye, the New York Jets, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got Desmond Ritter was back. Taylor Heineke with a hamstring. We're not scoring a lot of points. We're making, I don't know, this 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 team has found a way to lose one score games in each of their last four games. I'm not going to be picking them to win a lot of games the rest of the way. Yeah, I'm fading not the earning Falcons it completely. They're not earning it. You, know, you lose by two, you lose by three to the Vikings, you lose by five to the Titans, you lose by three to the, or you you beat the Bucks, but then you lose by eight in a one-score game to the Commanders. Just Can't believe in them. T- yeah, it, it, wheels falling off the bus here for Arthur Smith and company. 
Wheels are not falling off the bus over at FanDuel because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You might not want to bet on the Falcons for that, but other teams may be more kind to you. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Kyle, I got a couple of props for tonight. I have the over on Gabe Davis receptions, two and a half. And I have the over on Josh Allen passing yards, 267 and a half over at FanDuel. So uh, that's what I'm rooting for tonight, along with the Bills win. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off this NFL season. It's FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Hey, guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay, do you want to dive into any of the other games? No, I got, I got, I got a thought or not? I got one. Okay. Is there any games that we did not acknowledge that you think it would be worth? Uh, shout out Ryan Spillane, not just for like the huge pick, but I think he's been playing great all year. Like I've been really enjoyed Ryan Spillane for the Raiders. Like he's he's been a, a fun player. I think Antonio Pierce coming out at halftime and saying, you know what, we need we're a run team. We need to run the ball, and then them just doing it over and over and over, like. It was a boring recipe, but it was the right recipe for them to win that football game. So shout out to the Raiders. They get the five and five. Right. Yeah, they um interesting team. And we'll we'll find out a little bit more about the Raiders um in the next month, obviously. We're we're getting into separation season for for the league and teams that go on runs after their buys, and you, you see that pretty consistently. Teams that make a playoff run, they they start winning a lot of their games proportionally right now. You remember November, right? Remember November. That's right. So what do you got for us? Thought or not? Uh, I want to go to the Giants and they're 49 to 17 loss. They fell to two and eight. Feels like things are very much crumbling. Brian Dayball pissed off once again. Thought or not? That this is just thought or not? I'm not saying I agree with this. Thought or not? Brian Dayball doesn't coach the New York Giants in 2024. Hmm. They can't how, like, how, you know how many coaches they've done this exact thing to? Yes. Like the recent history of New York Giants coaches that are like two years and then they're done or they get a third, a lame duck year. Like you got McAdoo's on that list. Pat Shermer's on that list. Uh, Brian Dable would hypothetically be on that list. Who was the more recent one after those two guys? Why am I blanking on who was the coach of the Giants before that? Shermer was in there. Um, did I did I say uh, Joe Judge? Joe Judge. 
Joe Judge Joe Judge was two years. Well, here's the thing, Kyle. They're picking two right now. And they're 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 gonna be, I mean, like, dude, where are the wins coming? They're gonna be picking early. So you have this really weird opportunity to pick Drake May or Caleb Williams. Like that's like a franchise, like we're setting a new course. Mm-hmm. And they just did this. They said that like they just committed to Daniel Jones. Not that that, that prevents you from going with May or Williams, but like How do you want to align? Like, I would love to give my young quarterback to Brian Dable. I think. I think I would. So are they picking a quarterback or are they firing Brian Dable? Well, that is that their is that the dilemma that they're facing? Can you can you keep Brian Dable and draft a quarterback? This this would be eight years in succession of two and done coachings. Man, coaching staffs. And they made the playoffs last year. I think that I think the crutch of the injuries will be enough. Give him another but year. That probably would not preclude me from drafting a quarterback. If you're in that spot and you need that much, and please take your time with him. Take your time with him. Don't have to get draft a guy and play him immediately. You got obviously Daniel Jones with his contract. There's an out after two years. I'm not saying redshirt the dude. But give him a chance to get acclimated. Uh, so that's it's not mentally prepared for um, a massive swing like that, right? Yeah, you you usually I got are, another uh, haymaker if you want it. Another haymaker if you want it. You know what? Go go ahead, give it to me. Bills, Bengals, Chargers don't make the playoffs in the AFC. Bills, Bengals, and Chargers. Heck of a parlay, huh? All right. So the Bengals schedule the rest of the way. Well, first of all, acknowledge that it's a true statement right now. The Bengals are eight, the Bills are nine, the Chargers are 12. Right. Yeah. As of right now, that is a factual statement because you have three quarters of the NFC North in there. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Houston, your wildcard teams. That doesn't hold serve, right? Houston's going to mess somebody up. Houston's going to screw somebody because Houston's at five right now. They got Arizona. Oh, boy. They got, they got Denver. They got Tennessee twice. Oh, man. And then they have the Colts again. Brother, they're getting 10. They're getting 10. At least. They're getting they 10. They should. They should, but they lost to the Panthers. Right. You never you never know um, when that game's going to show up on the schedule. I did not mention games at home against Jacksonville, who they already beat by 20 points in New York against the Jets, and then home against the Browns. Those are the other teams that they have on their schedule. I think it's more like Steelers, Browns, Texans. That's not holding serve as your five through seven. I just don't think it is. Okay, but you just mentioned that the slew of teams. Is there a a team? Who do you trust most out of those three teams to break through? And in favor of who? Bengals, Steelers. So you think the Bengals end up in instead of the Steelers right now? At least. You know, there is there is some guy in Western New York who is just huffing at this corporate podcast hack sitting here. Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> that, that assertion. Um, Joe sent me a really funny text from a comment on Lockdown Bills the other day. So that was an inside joke. That, uh, <laughs> I can't top that. So we're going to stop here. Some cow crabs. He's Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL Scouting with Draft Dudes. We appreciate you guys. For checking out the show, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Enjoy Monday Night Football tonight. 
the Bills against the Broncos. We shall oh, see. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> We're out of here. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 